What up, humanoids? Welcome to the Life is Mile podcast. I am one of your hosts. I am Brian. And I am your other host. I am Sterling. Brian, what's up, man? How you doing? Oh, you know, I'm out here living the dream, you know. Uh, I go to work. I come home. I get roasted by a a (laughs) four-year-old. And then subsequently, when I try to check in on my mother, I get roasted by a 69-year-old. So yeah, that's nice. I like it. (laughs) It's all good. How are you? (laughs) You know, I'm doing good. Uh, Got that booster. What? what? Uh, Leaving for LA on Wednesday for my cousin's wedding. I'm very excited about it. Oh, shit. Very fancy. It's a black tie wedding. So we'll be looking super sharp. Uh, and Langston is not coming, so <laughs> it'll be great. <laughs> no parenting weekend. I will. Uh, I'll need to see Killin a tux. Uh, I know he sent me his pictures. He looks so handsome. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think. Uh, the only time I think I might have seen Killin a suit was uh, your wedding, <laughs> right? I think that's it. Maybe and Steve's he didn't even wedding. Have a, Steve's no, no not Steve's no. wedding. My wedding. Your wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that thing. So the two most important people in his life's wedding. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. There Makes you go. Sense. <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, things are good. Oh, I have to give a shout out to one of our biggest fans out in Baltimore. What? What? Uh, her, her name is Liz. I think it's Liz Divorce, Divorces, Divorces. I don't know how to say her last name. I even wrote it down and I don't think I'm saying it right. But she is a friend of my sister's. And my sister was like, hey, listen to my sister's podcast and she was like okay and she loves it and I guess she'll be like oh my god on life is mild (laughs) (laughs) so shout out to Liz in Baltimore thank you for listening we love you we love you Liz (laughs) yeah so shout out we love our listeners all 38 of you (laughs) I watched the numbers baby we're doing it we're doing climbing we're climbing climbing slowly but surely we'll get there uh, yet somehow Joe Rogan is a bigger influence than us, and I don't I get know. it. No, I don't get it either. <laughs> that <laughs> douchebag. Oh, we'll get into that. So yeah, so um, what's going on in the the Twitter world? Okay, so the last couple of weeks, it it's been kind of a struggle to find things to talk about. After I hit publish on last week's episode, the entire world exploded with stuff to talk about. Exploded! <laughs> Holy crap! I was so mad because I was like. God damn it. Like, how come this couldn't have happened a day early? <laughs> it was literally like the day after everything went nuts. And just, I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, should we have like a re record to address some of these things? It was like it was the season finale of a TV show and they were <laughs> trying to avoid getting canceled. Like, yes, they absolutely. shit was just getting thrown at the wall. Nothing's making sense. <sighs> uh, holy hell. <laughs> Oh man. Yeah. So one of the first things was Chris Pratt. So listeners know who Chris Pratt is guardians of the galaxy parks and rec 
bunch of other stuff. Um, used to be like a fan favorite. People loved Chris Pratt for many years. And then he became like a douche. And now he's a part of this church that like hates uh, gay folks and ultra like conservative it seems like and people are always like it's because he's christian and it's like it's not that (laughs) nobody cares about that it's just all the other stuff so he posted on instagram this like picture of him and his wife um what's her name Catherine schwarzenegger Mm -hmm. i believe and he like has this whole spiel. Oh, look how look how she's looking at me. You know, find somebody who looks at you like that. We met at church. Um, you know, she does all this stuff, and he's trying to be funny, and it's not coming off very well. But like whatever. But the sticking point was when he said she's giving me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. And so the thing is, as most of us know, at least by now, is that Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris were married for a while and they had a son who was very premature. And so he struggled and had some like physical disabilities. Um, I believe he's doing okay, but mm-hmm. as we know, when kids are premature, they can, not always, but they can have some long lasting like disabilities, right? And for him, and she had just recently, Anna Ferris had just come out talking more about their son's like issues and health problems. And then he posts this thing, like giving me this beautiful, healthy daughter. And you're like, what the fuck, man? So people were like coming out to support Anna Anna Ferris, rightfully so. And then Chris Pratt is like, Oh, I was so depressed and sad after that and reading all this stuff. And people were like, and then Maria Shriver, you know, Catherine Schwarzenegger's mom was like, oh, we love you, Chris and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, shut up. It's not that it's just like very tone deaf. Like your other son struggled and now you're talking about your healthy daughter. And like, that's great that your other kid is healthy and that's wonderful but your other son is also wonderful and healthy and happy do better. Yeah. Uh, He just, he's very cringy to me. Like it's not that he ever says or does anything that's like, well, I don't even want to say like he doesn't do anything harmful because he does go to that church. That's very Mm -hmm. homophobic. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's quite fucked up. And then he do no, no, no. I just, I love everybody. And yeah. yeah. But sure. um, I think if he doesn't throw in that line, like if he says, she gave me my daughter. Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is just another like weird, cringy. Cause yeah. he's got this weird, like almost, he almost in uh, like makes her seem like a child almost. Like yes. the way he yeah. describes her. It's like really creepy to me. Um, absolutely but I mean if he doesn't throw that in that healthy line in like it's to me it's just another throwaway like ugh, this fucking guy and then I like keep going but right it's like when you say like she gave me a healthy child like the way that reads whether he meant it or not um it's like you said it's tone deaf and he's always doing shit like this like (laughs) always like eventually you would think you you'd learn learn from it like and nobody's telling you you can't like be yourself 
that's yeah. fine but yeah, if you're cringy also, yeah you're, you're cringy but like yeah. read the fucking room man this is yeah. not, don't come on and what if your like son saw that what if he was like 15 and on instagram and saw your post and he's like oh thanks dad thanks dad you know like it's just not thinking things through i don't yeah. know so stupid yeah well, he wasn't the only idiot out there. Um, there were many idiots last week. <laughs> and I've got feelings on this one. Um, so Aaron Rodgers, <sighs> quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, State Farm spokesperson. Uh, he decided to, he was going to get a little cute earlier this year. He was asked if he was vaccinated and he goes, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm immunized, which most people took to mean all right. Yeah. He's, he's vaccinated. Yeah. That's, that's what right. it is. Uh, well, he got COVID after we uh, last recorded and it came out that he was not vaccinated and he has been, you know, just roaming the press room, you know, raw dog in the air. Mm-mm. And that is fucked up. Like he said so that he up. followed all the protocols except for in front of the press, which to me, it just came, it made me respect Kyrie Irving <laughs> because I don't think Kyrie Irving is right. I think he's wrong and I think it's idiotic, but he stood on his own two feet. He said, I'm not right. getting vaccinated. If I don't get to play, I don't get to play. If you think I'm an idiot, you think I'm an idiot. I'm going to stand here and take these barbs. Aaron Rodgers wanted to be see. He wanted people to like him still. Mm-hmm. but he didn't want to he didn't want to get vaccinated and yeah that's yeah. wild cowardly wild it, cowardly it is and like he and his fiance shailene woodley who's like super twigs and berries like eats clay i guess yeah. i don't know and she's all in like natural medicine stuff which is like sure that's fine but like that doesn't stop covid you know mm-hmm. like if it did we'd all be better but that's not the case. And then found out that like, you know, she's they're good friends with Miles Teller, this other actor, and he <laughs> refuses to get vaccinated and it shut down production on because he got COVID too, probably hanging out with those two. Like, I'm just like, what are you all just sh- shut the fuck up and get vaccinated? And they've been traveling because I yeah. after it came out, I was like digging through all their social medias. And I was like, oh, so you're just like traveling around the world, spreading your covid everywhere you jackasses yeah you like and they're all rich so they'll be fine right and they're young and healthy so like statistically they will be fine but you may have killed somebody else right so like you're a jackass all of you yeah he's it, he's a piece of shit yeah he said that oh uh a report if a reporter would have asked the follow-up question he would have explained no. and i'm like they asked you a pretty direct question. Right. Are you vaccinated? And you said, <clears throat> you're immunized. He then goes on to say that the media was on a witch hunt to find out which players were vaccinated. And no, it's not a witch hunt because witch hunt. unvaccinated players are available to the media via a Zoom call. Yeah. Vaccinated players get to be in the press room with the press. It's right. a safety issue. It's a like, safety issue. This is a public health crisis. Like, why but, are people not understanding this? 
he said that he's not an anti-vaxxer flat earther which to me he kind of takes a shot at Kyrie Irving but Mm -hmm. Kyrie is the one who's at least he's doing this as responsible as one can like he's sticking in his little office there doing weird little Instagram videos but he's not in front of other people um and he said that he's a critical thinker, which to me, it's also very weird to me how critical thinkers always come to the same thought. <laughs> there's like no it's critical thinking. There's there's never any deviation from from the thought. All of the critical <laughs> thinkers have the exact same exact thought. same thought. How is that possible? Interesting. And Aaron Rodgers, instead of talking to a doctor. Talk to Joe Rogan. See, so when I have a medical question, one of my best friends from high school is a surgeon and he's gone to medical school. Mm -hmm. When Aaron Rodgers gets sick, he calls the former host of Fear Factor. (laughs) We are not the same. (laughs) I'm not a critical thinker. (laughs) Clearly. I'm going to go to the person that did eight years of medical school. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> when you could just call a podcaster and ask them their, their opinion on the matter. Yeah, so I'm going to call you next. Sterling, my knee is making this weird noise. Like, what, what do you well, think I should do? <laughs> based on my critical thinking skills. <laughs> God. Yeah, I uh, consulted with a now good friend of mine, Joe Rogan, after he got COVID. And a lot of stuff he recommended in his podcast and on the phone with me. I'm going to have the best immunity possible now. You're going to have the best immunity possible as you recover from COVID. From COVID. You are immunized and you still got COVID. Now, if one was to be a critical thinker, (laughs) which he obviously is. Obviously. You would think that he'd be like, all right, well, I'm doing something that caused me to get COVID, what Mm. could it be? Could it be not socially distancing, wearing a mask or getting the goddamn most tested vaccine in human history? I don't (laughs) know. I don't know. Again, I'm not a critical thinker. Nope. So who knows? And what made it worse, he then, (laughs) he said that he's in the crosshairs of the woke mob and he's (sighs) about to be canceled. And he then goes on to quote, that's right, he pulls a classic. Whenever a white person gets caught in anything, they got to go and quote Martin Luther King. Again, Always. he said, and he quoted him wrong. Oh, so he, no. he says, the great MLK. <laughs> The great MLK said that you have a moral obligation to object to unjust rules and rules that make no sense. What Martin Luther King actually said, and this is from letters from a Birmingham jail, one has not only a legal but a moral responsibility to obey just laws. Conversely, one has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. As he sat in prison, Mm-hmm. for being arrested for disobeying racist laws. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is sitting in Pasadena in his mansion because he didn't get a vaccine. That's free and available to everyone. 
again, I've said this numerous times on here. You can get the vaccine quicker than you can fill up your car in gas. <laughs> Absolutely. Ugh, fucking Aaron Rodgers. What an yeah. idiot. Well, another another gem, <laughs> another gem from uh, a couple weeks ago, um, and I don't know if a lot of people saw this because I was talking to people and they hadn't heard of this, but um, QAnon followers somehow were told, based on this Q person's Tumblr post, I don't even know where they post, but whatever, that JFK Jr did not die and he was coming back that day to announce his he would be running for vice president with donald trump hundreds of people showed up in dealey plaza i believe it's what it's called in dallas texas and there were videos of hundreds of people waiting because they believed that jfk jr who died like in 1999, I believe, was going to come back and run as vice president with Donald Trump. So JFK Jr. comes from a very democratic family. Like the, the Kennedys are Democrats. They all are. They, that's like their whole thing. So I don't know where they got this idea. I don't know why they believe he faked his death for 20 plus years just to come back to run with trump and these people hundreds of people believe this so i read the q post because somebody posted it on twitter and i have to say this now In my work, I work with people who have severe mental illnesses. I don't do direct services anymore. And I've worked with people who've written some stuff. And people would look at it and be like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, sure. But it like kind of does if you like look through it and you know this person. This post was so severe like unbelievable incoherent i don't know how they got the like how they broke it down and figured this out and that people are believing every enough people believed it to show up in dallas and it's just like if somebody i worked with wrote that people would be like no this isn't real you know like we'll talk about it we work with you or whatever but the fact that like nobody looks at that and says maybe something else is going on here yeah. <laughs> for posting these things and people are just like nope it's real and we believe it makes no sense none at all okay i just don't understand how the fate there's only one kennedy that's kind of like the outlier that's this anti-vaxxer like maga dude mm-hmm. The rest of the entire family has a long storied history with the Democratic Party. Right. So you mean to tell me that one of the most beloved Democratic presidents of all time, his son, is going to emerge from the shadows where he is hidden for 22 years to run 
for vice, he's announcing he's running for vice president. Mm -hmm. Now, if we know anything about Donald Trump, he's not going to let anyone have the spotlight. No. So if this were to happen, you best believe this would be in front of the Trump like tower Mm -hmm. on like JFK's birthday or some fucked up shit like that. Like nothing about this made any kind of sense whatsoever. And if he were to come back, why would he go to the spot where his father was murdered? Murdered. (laughs) I'm saying like, Like, and again, I'm applying logic to something that has none, but I I just want to like shake some of these people before I I kick them out of a moving vehicle. Right. It's like, let's really, really think about this for a second. I want to break this down. And how are you getting here? It is just, it is unreal to me. It is completely fascinating. And I know I've been told to watch like this QAnon documentary. And I've read a lot about like QAnon stuff, but things like this, where it's like, come on, come on, like, 22 years this guy's been gone and all of a sudden he's gonna come back like why wouldn't he come back before and why for this and why trump how did you get here how did this connection get made i need posts leading up to this or did he just announce it and his cue i need it like it's just what led to this point (laughs) because all i saw was the announcement and i was like some they must be talking about jfk jr all the time right what right? I don't understand is why do people still listen to Q because none of his prophecies have come true? None of them. Not none a single them. one. It's like, come on, guys. Like, it's not working out. Yeah. <laughs> it's not working. It's been a long time. I know a lot of people have left it and have talked about it and just like, because I mean, it's a cult, right? Yeah. That's just what it is. But I'm like, how what you got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them okay (laughs) like damn i mean look i don't like being wrong either but right at a certain point you know what i'm like hey i was wrong you know what like bruno mars when he first came out i was like this fucker this is terrible i hate this guy (laughs) and now here i am on the morning that silk sonic comes out anxiously awaiting a bruno mars project sometimes you're wrong it's okay to be wrong it's okay to be wrong it's okay (laughs) life will continue it's fine i promise you your life will be so much better if you just admit hey you know what i got that one wrong i got that my bad user error yep my bad chalk it up to the game (laughs) leaving their families and disowning people because they don't believe in this q shit and i'm like this is a cult you were in a cult. Yeah. This is all it is now. This is some Jim but Jones he, shit. It is. <laughs> Not like, Dipset Jim it. Jones either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he was going to say, hey, we all need to drink this Kool-Aid, at least with this stuff, because then we will be on the other side where Trump, in the reality, look at me, I'm writing a Q post right now. Uh, and this shit's going to happen. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It always does. Always. <laughs> always does. <sighs> well, if somebody needs the, it feels like I'm on the other side whenever I hear updates from this trial. Oh. The defense attorney in the uh, murder of uh, the 
let's see, uh, the William Roddy Bryan and Greg and Travis McMichael murder trial. They're the gentlemen who chased and killed Ahmaud Arbery. The defense attorney said that, quote, he doesn't want any more black pastors in the courtroom after Al Sharpton sat with the slain man's family. Uh, he said the quiet part out loud. Uh, yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. I couldn't believe it when I saw like I saw, I saw that on a tw- I saw that on a tweet and I was like, that's got to be a joke. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just read this article. I'm gonna just, no no word oh. for word quote word for word. I we don't want any more black. <laughs> it's like he looked up there and was like, wait wait a second one two three four. God damn it, this ain't Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, there's only so many pastors they can have. And if their pastor's Al Sharpton right now, that's fine. But then that's it. We don't want any more Black pastors coming in here, sitting with the victim's family, trying to influence the jurors in this case. The judge asked them, uh, basically, did you notice Mr. Sharpton, who was sitting in the back row of the courtroom and wearing a mask? And he said he didn't realize he had been there until court had adjourned for the day. The judge says, you weren't aware of it until later. I'm not sure what we're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Oh my God. Yeah, I saw it on the news and I was like, wait, what? Like you just said that out loud? How many black pastors were in there? Was it just Al Sharpton? Like what is happening? And I love the judge was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we? like, no dummy. Like, how racist do you have to be for a judge in Georgia to be like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, so that was, uh, Al Sharpton said, I respect the defense attorney doing his job, but this is beyond defending your client. It's insulting to the family of the victim. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that should be, in, like, what, would he not be upset if, like, Joel Olstein was sitting in the back? <laughs> like, <laughs> of course not. Of course he wouldn't. Uh so yeah, actually, I want to know if like Father Flager from Chicago, who's like <laughs> wild progressive, came down there. Like, if he, what would he say then? That would probably would fuck his say? head up. That yep. would fuck his head up for real. Because <laughs> Joel Osteen is probably on the side of those dudes. But... <laughs> oh, of course he is. That piece of shit. They gave a very sizable donation to the church. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so um. Something else wild happened. Uh, Bari Weiss, who is problematic, and I feel like I constantly don't understand what her deal is. Um, She was an editor and writer at the New York Times. um, And just talking about freedom of speech and all this stuff. Well, she announced a university unveiled the university uh university of austin which is not (laughs) the university of texas in austin it is just university of austin um it is a proposed but largely still hypothetical private liberal arts college in austin texas uh they they are focusing on the unfettered pursuit of truth. There were a lot of people that signed on to help her and 
It's 31 high profile public figures ranging from <clears throat> school administrators, journalists, and artists to scientists, historians, and business leaders. It's Weiss, uh, historian Niall Ferguson, evolutionary biologist Heather Hying, venture capitalist Joe Lonsdale, um, the pres former president of St. John's College, uh, Pano Canalos. Canalos. Um, they all have <laughs> some problems <laughs> too. This is the best part. So like Ferguson had, you know, told his conservative students to conduct opposition research on left-wing student activists. He also suggested that an economist named John Maynard Keynes lacked concern for the future because he was gay and had no children. Um, Lonsdale, he sparked considerable controversy um, because of his like his data analytics firm or something like that. He was Palantir was hit with hit accusations of fraud, conspiracy, copyright infringement, racial discrimination. Uh, two of the members of the school's board had direct ties to Jeffrey Epstein. Oh shit. Um, and another member um, has been accused of engaging in inappropriate conduct with three of his past female students. So basically quality people that have signed up to be a part of this, there is no accreditation that takes several years. And they're like, no, 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 it should be good. We'll get it much faster. They already want people to sign up for like the fall and they're not accredited or anything yet. Um, they'll be doing like graduate courses. If you visit their website, it's just like, this is where you can have like freedom of speech. And we want classes where we talk about, you know, the pursuit of truth and what have you. And this is just idiotic. <laughs> I don't know any other word for it. I, I didn't know anything about the other people uh, you mentioned there. Um, so that that was good to hear. Uh, mm -hmm. I do know about Barry Weiss, who I have long said is kind of like white people's Dr. Umar. And this is just taking it to a whole new level, okay. but starting a whole new, like <laughs> starting a fictional school that will never actually be built. Never going to um, happen. She's big on cancel culture and likes to say that the woke mob got her out of her job at the New York Times, that mm. she left of her own accord. She wrote this giant resignation letter. And let's see. So she blames the woke mob on Twitter uh, for dictating what was per, uh, published and accused her colleagues of constantly bullying her for having wrong think opinions. Uh, she said, Twitter is not on the masthead of the New York Times, but Twitter has become its ultimate editor. As the ethics and mores of that platform have become those of the paper, the paper itself has kind has increasingly become kind of a performance space, she said very dramatically in her 15, uh, her 1500 word resignation letter. Mm. Like, I don't understand the woke mob. Like, one... Is there like a form to fill out to like join the woke <laughs> to mob? To join because it? 
the woke mob gets shit done apparently yeah real I fast mean, they get people canceled um <laughs> also the whole cancel culture thing that she like has made her life's mission mm-hmm. cancel I, I say it all the time cancel culture isn't a thing it like, doesn't exist Mel Gibson was announced today yes. that he was going to be directing the next uh, Lethal Weapon, Lethal movie. Weapon movie. And he disparaged Black people, Jews, women. Women. <laughs> he wished that his baby mother would get raped. Right. Like, and he was driving drunk. Like, he was being a public menace on right. every single, like, way you can be a public menace. And, this and they just... Still- yeah, yeah, they just told him like, "Hey, you got to shut the fuck up for like two months." Yeah, and then the next thing you know, he's directing a Jesus movie. Exactly. I just like it, cancel culture does not exist. It doesn't exist. It's not real. Like, yeah. and all it is is, oh no, you have to be held accountable for your shitty actions, like the rest of us. Not even held accountable. You just got to yeah. hear people say, "I don't like your shitty." I actions. don't like your shitty actions. Like a lot of times, these like people don't have like any power to like take from you but they will say like hey that's kind of fucked up what you said there that ain't cancel culture no no it's just canceling not at all it's like hey hey you fucked up okay well let me apologize and then they do shitty apologies or they don't apologize and then they blame everybody else no, what they do is <laughs> they do that like shitty apology of like, well, I apologize if anyone took my words and were offended by it. We're offended by it. Like, and it's like not I apologize for being offensive. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> always, that's, they always mess it up. That's an apology. Yeah, like, always mess it up. It'd be like if I walked up to somebody and kicked them <clears> in the <throat> chest and then I'm like, you know what? I apologize if you mistook my walking through the air and you like rolled into my foot. Right. I apologize for I that. I apologize for that. <laughs> uh, all of it. It's so dumb. And there's so many people signed up to be like on the board or professors. I don't really know, but it's like a list of people. And what I don't get too is like they the same type of people always like rail against like this elitist higher education stuff and I was like but you are the elites <laughs> like you yeah you are the people who people bitch about and so I don't understand why you're trying to pretend that you're not a part of this because you are like all of them are in some capacity so this whole it's such like it's going to be like Trump University 2.0 it's just such a terrible stupid fucking idea and I can't believe it. And I can't believe they like announced it and they're still not accredited or anything like that. They just don't, they have no way to do, this isn't going to happen. And if it does happen, it's going to be in like five years because that's how long it takes for things to get done like this. Yeah. I know it. Yeah. It's, you want to talk about, they make fun of like people who are triggered and you need a safe space. What safer space is there then to I'm I don't want to be held accountable for my actions or hear anybody with a dissenting opinion so mm-hmm. therefore I'm going to create an entirely new university so I don't have to hear other people isn't that a safe space it's a safe space aren't you triggered <laughs> you're so <laughs> triggered you wouldn't start a new university it's like it doesn't like, don't it, it's not making sense at all but here 
here we are though. We're the idiots here. We're not critical thinking. Okay. Nope. We're All the right? dummies. We're, we're the applying <laughs> we're applying logic to a situation that is devoid of logic. So we yes. look like the crazy people. <laughs> we look ridiculous. <laughs> I just don't understand it. Oh. <sighs> well, speaking of not understanding something. Holy shit balls. This yeah. was a this is a wild story. Um so in Paris, uh, the women's um, there's a women's club team, Paris Saint Germain. Uh, one of the midfielders, Amanita Diallo, was arrested because her teammate Kiera Hamarawi. I apologize if I butchered her mm-hmm. last name. Um, Diallo and Hamarawi were out for dinner. All of a sudden, uh, someone ran up to the car, pulled Hamarari out of the vehicle, and then beat her legs with tire irons. Mm. Now, where this gets fucked up is Diallo plays the same position as Hamarawi on both the club team and the national team. So while Hamarari was in the hospital with injuries to her legs and hands, Diallo got the starting job. Conjuring images of Tanya Harding. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So she has been currently released from police custody um, and has yet to be charged with crimes in connection. But it was quite weird that they ran straight to the car. They pull out one of them and right. only beat one of their legs. And she stood to gain the most from it. I don't know if she did it. I don't know what, but holy shit balls. <laughs> that is wild. I was like reading about it and I was just like, holy. And that's, a, I immediately thought about Tanya Harding and all of that too. And I was like, damn, you did this? <laughs> like, oh my God, that's really bad. And uh, Diallo was black. So I'm like, oh, baby. Uh, they not gonna let you skate, sweetie. No, Ooh. no. Ooh, they gonna make an example out of you. I'm sorry. Yeah, they are. They not gonna let you get. They not letting you get away with this shit. No, <laughs> you're going to jail. Like you're going jail, to jail, bro. Jail, jail, like, jail, jail. Black red blue. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> i was like what is this when you put it on the rundown i was reading about it and i was like oh no oh no 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 it's wild that's I, that's that's just wild yeah yeah so <sighs> prayers up <laughs> yeah no kidding <laughs> um speaking of other wild shit out there <laughs> apparently big bird is a communist so <laughs> a little while ago Good old Big Bird who lives on Sesame Street, somebody we all love and adore. Like if I met Big Bird and I fully recognize that Big Bird (laughs) is a puppet, I would scream and be so, I would like maybe cry a little bit because it's Big Bird, right? My whole life, Big Bird has existed. Well, Big Bird posted on Twitter because Big Bird has a Twitter account um, that he was vaccinated. And he said, my wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protection, an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Right. Um, and people lost their 
minds. Now, most of us <clears throat> were very excited about it. I reposted it because I just, again, I love Big Bird. So I was happy, <laughs> um, thought it was really cute. Sesame Street always does stuff like this. They are, they're a show that's for everyone. And that includes everyone. And they always get like some flack for some something. I remember when they had, you know, a puppet whose parent was in jail, in prison. Mm -hmm. And people lost their minds. And they're like, kids don't need to know about this. And I was like, but there are kids who have parents in prison and they should feel represented. And, you know, they lost their minds. So, of course, they went off on this. Um, President Biden and other people like from the CDC were just like, yeah, this is great, you know, whatever. But our one of our favorites, Ted Cruz, uh, said it was government propaganda. Uh, Fox News contributor Lisa Booth said it was brainwashing children. Uh, Newsmax host and former Trump advisor Steve Cortez slammed the announcement as evil propaganda. Somebody named Robbie Starbuck, who is a Tennessee congressional candidate, said that Big Bird died from his COVID shot and was fed as was give, like fed as dinner seven days later. And you're just like, what the fuck? Um, so people were losing it. But then other folks came out and said, well, this is not the first time that Big Bird has promoted vaccines. Back in the day, they pushed a whole thing and it's like Big Bird Sesame Street child immunization campaign, right? This has been something that he's been doing. This came out in like 1972. So it's not the first time. <laughs> and other uh, Muppets from Sesame Street have also been vaccinated. So it's just like this. Also, it's a puppet. <laughs> Let's not forget that. Okay, so one, um, imagine getting this upset <laughs> over anything that a piece of felt did. Right. I mean, I, I've gotten angry over some stupid stuff in my days. Yes. Never buy anything on Sesame Street. <clears throat> no. I mean, unless they came on there and said something crazy like sweet potato pie is trash or... <laughs> I put ketchup on a hot dog, like then I'd probably get angry. Then you get but, real mad. But I wouldn't take it out on, you know, Big Bird. No. Uh, and like you said, Sesame Street's always been about like public health. Where, yes. Where's he getting the information from? The Center for Disease Control. Right. Who's one of the top guys at the Center for Disease Control? Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci has worked with everyone. Democrat, Republican. Yes. Republican Jesus, Ronald Reagan worked with Anthony Fauci. Like how, are you telling me that you know better than your Republican Jesus? Yes. Right. 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 They, they love Ronald Reagan they so much. So much. So, which I, again, I don't get that. Whatever. Neither. That's trash. another, that's another episode. Trash. <laughs> another Rule episode. Country. Another episode. <laughs> Crack in the community. Uh, okay. <laughs> the AIDS crisis. Okay. It's all I'm right. Done. All right. All right. We're all right. done. Yeah. He <laughs> trusted the opinion of Dr. Fauci on the subject of uh, infectious diseases. You know better than him? Right. I thought he knew everything. Oh, God. I just. It's a fucking puppet. It's a puppet. <laughs> it's a puppet. 
Ted Cruz fought more against Big Bird than he did against Donald Trump, who yes. said that his yes. father killed Kennedy yes. and called his wife ugly. How how Heidi Cruz can look at him and have know. any kind of respect for him? I have no at all, idea. I don't understand. If don't so, get it. I don't care who it is. If some, I'm trying to think of some uh, some big meathead MMA guy. He looks at me and he says, your wife is ugly. I just got to take an ass whooping that day yep. because, because I'm, not, I'm not going to let you insult my no, wife. <laughs> never, never. Ted Cruz not only let him insult his wife and father, he sucks up and defends that piece of shit. <laughs> Every chance he can get. Every chance. And I just don't get it. What a spineless sack of shit. He blamed running away from uh, the uh, the crisis <laughs> last year yeah. on his children. On his children. Oh, uh, my daughters wanted to go to Mexico. So, yeah. you know, I, I, I took them. Like, I just was dropping them off. Bitch, no, don't. Why are you? Uh, we saw you at Senior Frogs in Cancun, dog. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh. Now he's coming after Big Bird. This don't you've gone don't too far. After, you've gone too far. Don't go after Big Bird. Don't do this. I was like, because everybody, everybody loves Big Bird. I feel like we need to have a segment on here called Fuck Ted Cruz. Because we he really always, do. Because there's always something. something. Every week he does something. Last week he was going going up for uh Candace Owens invading Australia. Ugh. It's always something with that piece of shit. Always. He just always just, just go away, go away, please leave, please, please. <laughs> Somebody needs to run against him and win. And at this point, I'll take a fucking Republican because I don't care. Like, just not Ted Cruz. I'm just <laughs> sick of seeing his grandpa Munster face yes. on my screen. Oh, and he looks just like him. <laughs> the man is aging like cottage cheese and a warm gym sock. Like, I'm sick of looking at him. <laughs> Ted Cruz. Well, speaking of fuck Ted Cruz, <laughs> that's just going to run us right into the current events because Ted really Cruz... Does. Ted Cruz, while speaking at Texas A&M, warns that, quote, the state of Texas can secede from the United States. That's right. He said, and I quote, I think Texas has a responsibility to the country, and I'm not ready to give up on America. I love this country. Look, Texas, we're brash. We're not shy. Sometimes we're larger than life. But Texas right now is an amazing force keeping America from going off the cliff. But... The secession could happen if Democrats fundamentally destroy the country. So I was reading a little bit about this because <laughs> I was just like, I don't get it. And first of all, he can't, you can't, there's all yeah. these like rules. <laughs> Texas can't do it. It's not, it's not possible. It's like, you can whatever break away from like, five other states or some shit like that there's some mm -hmm. some rule it's it's not 
it's not going to happen. And I hate that we keep talking about it. But I love that he says, if they pack the Supreme Court, if they make D.C. a state, if they federalize elections and massively expand voter fraud, there may come a point where it's hopeless. We're not there yet. And if there comes a point where it's hopeless, then I think we take NASA, we take the military, we take the oil. So this also sent me down a rabbit hole of like the DC statehood. And so I was reading a lot about that because I was like, I don't get it. And then I was like, I mean, it's probably because there's a lot of black people there who would not vote Republican. What? (laughs) Oh, and that's it. (laughs) Basically, that's it. And Donald Trump was like, it's never going to happen. We're never going to do it. Even though Pence and a bunch of other Republicans back in the day were like, we should make DC a statehood because they deserve representation. Then Trump says, absolutely not, because it would give us Democrats five congressional seats. And they were like, we don't know where he got that number. It would probably just be one. <laughs> like, I love that they were like, Trump doesn't know what he's talking about. But like, it's about voter suppression and all of that, you know. Yeah, I love that he called voter suppression <clears throat> massive voter fraud. When yes. most voter fraud I have seen, yes. we'll get into that later. We'll get into that. <laughs> it comes from the Republican <laughs> side. Yeah. I just... I don't fuck Ted Cruz. I'm so tired of it. This like does not make sense to me. And was he talking? Was he on Joe Rogan's podcast talking about? No, he was at no, no, he was at Texas AM, but he did he said he was joking, but he said Joe Rogan, he might be the president of Texas. I don't Ugh. think he was joking. He uh, wasn't <laughs> He's not Rogan. clever enough to, 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 to joke. Yeah. No. Like just you're not you're not seceding it's not happening it won't happen you can't do it like it's not possible yeah so shut so, up shut the fuck up <laughs> well there is to it yeah uh, well i guess we'll have to go ahead and talk about this because it's something that's <sighs> happening and it is by the time this is released there could be a verdict but uh the kyle fucking rittenhouse trial I actually did something that I'd never do. And that's, I actually like followed this trial and I kind of wish I hadn't, but uh, they're doing everything they can to get this kid off. Yes. Um, First off, the judge, talk about a piece of shit. Right? Like this is the most piece of shit judge I've ever, like he's literally yelling at the prosecution. Like, how like basically like how dare you question this kid on some things yeah um, he's making racist jokes yeah um about asians he's uh he to uh just today as of this recording he dismissed the uh, the weapons charge um mm. against based off of a obscure loophole where essentially if the um barrel of the weapon is less than 16 inches then someone can carry this so that's yeah that was the so i fully expect him to be opening for tucker carlson as soon as he turns 18 uh he i don't think he'll let spend a day in jail no um 
and they will look at it and call it justice. <laughs> yep. I mean, I haven't followed it at all, really. I mean, besides what's posted on Twitter, and I'll watch clips here and there, um, mostly of the judge and then like Kyle Rittenhouse crying like a lying bitch with no tears. Okay, coming that out was of his fucking face. hilarious. Yeah. That I was, was like, <laughs> you're not even really crying. You're just showboating here. This is stupid. It's very poor acting. Very poor acting. Um, yeah, but I was like, I, you know, right when the trial started, I think I like tweeted something kind of like, he's not going to go to jail. I was like, at most, he's probably going to get like what probation, maybe house arrest for like three months or something, you know, nothing. It's not gonna, it's not gonna matter. He's not going to go to prison. He killed two people. (laughs) He fucking murdered people in the street and it's, it's not going to matter. And I've seen people be like, oh, like these looters were assholes and you know, he's an asshole. And I was like, I would rather have somebody loot than fucking murder. I'm not going to compare these people. And yeah, okay, maybe people shouldn't have been out there, but like at the same time, does that, do they deserve the, do they deserve to get murdered for it? And it's like, oh, he was in self-defense. He had a fucking gun. What I don't understand is Okay, his whole story, he's going to protect the business. He's deemed himself, he's a self-described medic, and he's going to protect businesses. He's from Antioch, Illinois. Mm -hmm. He does not have family in Kenosha, Wisconsin. None of their, no one he knows business was being looted. Um, Why are you deputizing yourself to go to another state? Mm-hmm. when there haven't been there hadn't at that point been any riots right just demonstrations um you put yourself in harm's way you escalated instead of de-escalated mm-hmm. and then when there was pushback you were frightened and shot because you're not trained to be in those situations exactly like there was a guy one of the guys he shot um and i did not write his name down but he uh the only person he shot that survived basically um Mm -hmm. who had a handgun Mm -hmm. he had a permit to carry it i do think it had expired over covid and he hadn't had a chance but he did have like a a permit he was a actual medic he wore a hat that identified himself as a medic he actually carried around like medical supplies and he recorded police like that's kind of what he was there to do Mm -hmm. and he's talked about how like you know getting shot has like traumatized him and how he knew like he couldn't kill somebody like if it came down to it and this kid's posing in bars wearing shirts that say free as fuck Mm -hmm. and like drinking beers in 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 the bar and then oh well in wisconsin if you're you have a parent with you you can have a beer and i'm like he's under arrest like you're not supposed to have like any alcohol or anything if you're like out on bond like at one point they didn't even know where he was they went to his house and he wasn't there and his lawyer didn't know where he was i'm like if this had been a black person oh my god no this is the thing to be like a white man in america 
that fucking freedom. I have no, it blows my mind. I'm not white and I'm not a man. (laughs) I just like, I do not get it. This kid fucking murdered people and he is going to walk free. And he is just able to do all this stuff and people come and this like people coming and doing GoFundMes and all this shit for him. And you're absolutely right. He is going to be a Fox News commentator mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever on Newsmax. Anytime there's like a riot, he's going to yep. be the expert witness. Yep. And it's just fucking gross. And so then this dude who killed two people, those the survivors and then like that the 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 family of those people killed and then the other person that was shot are going to like see his face all over the place all the time and that's that's fucking terrible and this is going to happen because Mm -hmm. this is the country we live in this is the reality and people will claim there is no such thing as white privilege and all that shit over and over again and i'm like this is a prime fucking example of it prime example Trayvon Martin running away, stranger danger from some dude chasing him with a gun. And then he's painted as some horrible thug ass like loser when he was just a kid literally fighting off somebody who just ran out of a car and started attacking him. Yeah, I was like, but Kyle Rittenhouse goes in and starts shooting people <laughs> and he's painted a hero. Yeah, what? the mob was coming after me. After you shot three people, you shot people. What do you, what do you think's going to happen? They are scared and they are trying to stop a mass shooting from happening. And what I love is so they're okay. The whole guns rights folks are just, they're loving this kid. They were quiet as quiet as church mice when Tamir Rice got shot and he had a toy gun, 13 years old. They rolled up on him and in less than three seconds, he was dead. Yep. Because Playing they at said, a fucking playground. And they t- they spun the story that, oh, well, he was bigger than other 13-year-olds. I don't give no, a fuck wasn't. if he was 10 feet tall. Yeah. You, he was a you, fucking child. And he wasn't bigger than that. He was a small, he was a 12-year-old, 13-year-old. He was the right size. Even It doesn't even matter if he was or wasn't. Yeah. And what I, the whole, the, they called, it was like, hey, there's, you know, they're playing with what looks like a fake gun. They said that in the phone call. This little fucker is able to run around with an AR-15. Mm-hmm. John Crawford couldn't even walk through Walmart mm-hmm. with a BB gun that they sold at Walmart mm-hmm. <laughs> before he got shot. Yep. And and the uh, there's no such thing as white privilege. Guess what? White privilege is me knowing the names of these dead black guys who got killed for no other reason than being black. Yep. There it is. There it is. There it is. So I actually uh, blocked somebody from North Park um, who posted some stupid ass Matt Walsh video about, um, oh, I thought that Kyle Rittenhouse was guilty, but it's clear that this is a case of self-defense. Bitch, you can't start the fight and then get mad when you lose it. This is what I'm saying. This is what it always is. It's like, how can, so I can go start beating people up. And then when they start to punch me, I can just claim self-defense and like shoot and kill them. Is this how it is? Yeah. Because this is what it seems to be. And this doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Fuck Matt Walsh. Fuck that person for posting that video. Fuck Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm so, I'm exhausted. I and get, I just like. <laughs> I get furious because i remember a couple of years ago there was that black woman who fired a gun in the in the air, air. 
and she went to prison for years yep. before they let her out. Her husband testified on her behalf that he was going to physically hurt her mm -hmm. and that that gunshot stopped him from doing so. Kyle Rittenhouse shot three people and people tried to wrestle the gun away from him. One yep. of the guys that got killed hit him with a skateboard, not another gun. Like it, it's infuriating. It's infuriating. And I just, I don't know. I like, <clears throat> by the time this, like, yeah, this podcast is up, he will probably be free and Trumpers and others will sing his praises forever. And that's yeah. just what it is. Yep. That's, uh, that's the country we got. <laughs> Welcome to America. Yeah. Speaking of welcome to America, the uh, the new governor of uh, Virginia who ran just, he didn't run on policy. He just straight up ran on racism. Uh, yep. He made his whole thing about uh, getting critical race theory out of the schools, mm -hmm. which uh, to people listening to this show, they probably already know that critical race theory is only taught in graduate level courses. Yep. Um, so if, primarily um, in law school. <laughs> so unless, you know, Lowell Haley is in a, you know, a, a constitutional law class. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, anyway. Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> um, so he, that was the whole point of his campaign. And it got all of the folks out of the rural areas of Virginia mm -hmm. to vote him in office. Well, one of the people that tried to vote him into office was his son. Cute story. How, how old was his son? I'm glad you asked. His son was 17 years old <laughs> and he tried to vote twice. <laughs> and what is the legal voting age in our country? Why, that would be 18. Ah, um, ah got it, got it, got it. Now, so I, I thought that was a fairly known law. Um, Me too. I think yeah. everybody knows that. You would think, well, apparently a oh. uh, little baby boy young can, uh, did not. Um, oh. But what was funny is uh, he said that his uh, son, quote, honestly misunderstood the law. How? I don't know. Uh, because the first time he tried to vote, uh, Scott, and he put his name on it. So he was like, <laughs> oh, no, he, was, he knew the law. Scott Konopasik. Fairfax County's director of elections said that, quote, he tried to vote but was unsuccessful due to his age, but he was encouraged to go ahead and register to vote for future elections after visit one. What the okay. fuck did he come back a second time for? <laughs> Voter fraud. He thought, he thought he registered, so now he can go and vote. Like, oh, well, this is a future election. <laughs> I registered this morning fucking idiot <laughs> idiot <clears throat> everybody knows that you have to be 18 this is taught to us from like birth like i feel like every time there's an election in your state or in the country they talk about it in school so if you're 18 or old you know i remember like these spiels that we go on yeah. langston was fucking learning about it when we were voting for president last year and he was like mom you can vote for president because it's between these two guys and you have to be 18. This motherfucker's in first grade. Yeah, I first feel. grade, he knows the law better than this 17 year old. And I, 
they have voter like registration drives at high schools right. like usually in seventh or eighth grade like you have to take like a constitution test in most states like if mississippi yes. has it i feel like most states have it because that's the fucking dregs of education right there <laughs> and i say that as somebody who went through mississippi's <laughs> education system like how do you not know that and then right? Your father is running for governor. Like, you should. You know. You know. Because he's know. a liar. This piece of shit. This he, is this yeah. some white privilege crap again. Again, because in Texas, there was that woman who did not know she couldn't vote. She had yep. been arrested prior. She served a time. She got out. She went and voted. They arrested her for voter fraud and put her in prison. For like five years, right? Yeah. Yeah, but she was a black woman. Okay, yeah, she yeah, wasn't yeah. A, a 17. I love that they always call it like, he's a kid, you know, he just made a little mistake mm. twice in the same day. Same day. At the same polling the place, same place. After he was told explicitly, you have to be 18 years old and encouraged to vote in future elections. He's oh. just a kid. <laughs> God. So I love that his dad was like running on like, parents should be involved in like the education and the schools. And I was like, your son doesn't even understand like basic facts that are given to him directly. Like, and you, this was your platform <laughs> education you, failure. You love America so much and all of its, all of its glories. I'll tell you what, when I was getting close <clears throat> to voting age, my mother sat us down and she told us like, when you're 18, I'm going to take you here. You're going to register to vote. Elections are very important because blah, 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 blah. Like there mm -hmm. were these like talks and there was historical like examples given like your grandparents, they had to take tests and, you know, they had to pay fees to vote. Like it's very important. So like, I never miss an election or anything. This little right. fucker doesn't even know you have to be 18 years 18. old. I'm sitting here like learning at, 15, 14, 15 years old about the Civil Rights Act. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, whatever. I don't even know what to say. I'm just like, you're... I'll tell you what to say. Fuck that kid. <laughs> Fuck that kid. Oh, God. Well, speaking of stupid fucking idiots, <laughs> people, <clears throat> specifically anti-vaxxers, are now trying to undo their shots. So as mandates spread, <laughs> anti-vaccine groups have been trafficking in pseudoscience treatments meant to remove or counteract the vaccines. Kind of like unringing a bell. It's not possible, right? So in a TikTok video, um, Dr. Carrie, Madej, Madej outlined the ingredients for a bath she said will detox the vax for people who have been who have given into COVID-19 vaccine mandates. The ingredients in the bath are mostly not harmful, although she the supposed benefits attached to them are entirely fictional. Baking soda and Epsom salts, she falsely claims, will provide a radiation detox <laughs> to remove radiation uh, Madij falsely believes is activated by the vaccine. Uh, bentonite clay will add a major pull of poison, she says, 
based on a mistaken idea in anti-vaccine communities that toxins can be removed from the body with certain therapies. She also um, says that you should add like borax to your detox bath. Um, <laughs> borax is a horrible poison <laughs> that you use to kill pests, things like that. Um, it's a huge irritant. <laughs> it will, it's, it's, so this is not going to work, but people are doing it. People are doing it. Well, people are idiots. Uh, I can't people stress that enough. Um, and this woman's a doctor. First off, whoever decreed <laughs> her a doctor should probably have their accreditation pulled. Absolutely. Um, because she's not doing your institution any favors. None at all. Again, None at all. When I have medical like questions or things like that, I, I go to a friend of the show, uh, my buddy from high school, who's a surgeon. Mm-hmm. And I, not once has he ever said, you know what you should do? You should put borax <laughs> in some water and then get in it. Get in it. Borax, which is so bad that you don't even wash clothes in it anymore. <laughs> no. It's one of those things that like you, when you have it in your house, it's like locked away. Cause you're like, I don't need my pets i don't want my kids i don't even want to touch that shit right right? it's like poison straight up poison do not bathe in a borax bath you bumbling idiots pieces of shit oh my god like just stop actually you know what if you are dumb enough to run yourself a nice hot tub of water and you sprinkle a little bit of the borax in there anything that happens to you is all right with me yeah like because you deserve it this is some darwin award kind of shit right here it really is like bentonite clay will remove certain properties and what what did she say oh yeah borax will take nanotechnologies out of you (laughs) (laughs) that the vaccine put in you okay i am not i don't know the most about nanotechnology nor do I. However, I have watched The Matrix a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> now, my uh, my very little knowledge of nanotechnology, yeah. you could probably, I don't know, see things, little robots. Right. If it were to pull out all of these nanotechnologies, wouldn't it just like rip through your arm? Right. Like, I- <laughs> How does it pull it out? Is it dissolving? Have we gotten to the point where we can make things so small that they just float right through the pores in your skin? I have been and then at what thinking too logically. Also, if it pulls it out, does it then just dissipate into the atmosphere? Right. Where does does it go? Does the borax in the bath then kill it once it's pulled it out? Or is it just floating in our bathtub and we have now, you know, flushed it down the drain? And now it's going to go out into the rivers and the the lakes that you're used to. (laughs) And we're about to eat. We're about to get some super fish. (laughs) The fish are about to have an uprising from all of the nanotechnology that they have now ingested. Yeah. So, and maybe there should be maybe there should be a fish uprising honestly like uh, you know maybe what, it's humans, their turn 
again as a brand humans kind of trash super trash oh god i just don't understand it i don't get it i don't get how you can listen to something like that and be like yep i'm gonna do that i was like we all do like stupid shit from time to time for sure but to honest to god think that taking a bath in borax will pull nanotechnologies out of your body that were injected by a vaccine i can't even get through it i just don't understand like the point of the nanotechnologies like i don't either so everybody even the person who told you to do this has been injected with this Mm -hmm. you don't think like uh they're just trying to that's the nanotechnology trying to get me to do something that i shouldn't do i'm gonna tell you what i'm gonna do i'm going to get the jab anyway yeah i'm I'm a topsy-turvy i'm I'm gonna gonna reverse flip it (laughs) i'm a reverse psychology these jerks you can't trust nanotechnology. They be tricking you. <laughs> they trick you. Oh my God. Goddamn idiots. <laughs> Just so many dum-dums. It's like, we are not the smartest people in the world, but my God, my God, it feels good to know that I'm not this fucking dumb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, I'm going to listen to people who are more well-versed yes. in subjects like this. Like, yes. period. That's not me falling victim to groupthink. No. That's not me being brainwashed. Nope. That's me listening to someone who has a specialized expertise. Who has dedicated their life to learning about something and educating others and helping others in this whole process, right? Yeah. I, I always say this, like, I wouldn't go, if somebody came to me and was like, you're an idiot and bipolar disorder doesn't exist. And I'll be like, fun fact, it does. And let me explain it to you because I have a specialty (laughs) in severe mental illness because of what I went to school for and what I do for a living. You shouldn't ask like a accountant to talk about bipolar disorder, right? Like why, why would you listen to some idiot? Like don't listen to politicians for health advice. Don't, don't, don't listen to some random person on the internet who just identifies themselves as Q for health advice. Yeah. This is not how it works. And it's like health advice that they're actively ignoring. It's right. They got the shot. Like people are like Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Steve Bannon, um, all of them, Steve Miller, all these pieces of shit, um, Ted Cruz. They're, they're fighting against these vaccine mandates and then they got the vaccine. They got the vaccine. They got it. They followed the rules, the law. Yeah. I, and yeah, nothing makes me happier than when I'm scrolling the Twitter or looking on the TikTok and I see a crying video of somebody's like, it's my last day at work because yeah. they're firing me because I won't get the vaccine. And it's like, you're a nurse. And I'm like, good. Good. I'm glad you're getting fired. And I hope yeah. you lose your retirement benefits too. Yep. Good like I'm, to I'm going scorched earth. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it all down. I like it though. Cause whatever, that's what you made this choice. I don't care about you. I did everything I was supposed to do. Yep. I've gotten, I've gotten vaccinated. I've gotten my booster. I'm socially yep. distanced. I still wear a mask. All the time. I do the job. I'm getting an A 
on this group project, y'all bitches are going to fail. And that's yeah. on you. That's I'm, me. I'm down with Austria. Austria is uh, imposing a lockdown on unvaccinated individuals. I love and I'm, it. I'm down for it. Bring it. <laughs> Bring it. I'm here for it. Because like, fuck you. Jesus, I see what you have done for others. And I want that for me. <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's that time. <laughs> yes, I, I think we've uh, we've earned it with this supersized episode. We I had a lot so. to get through. We did. We did have a lot to get through today. But damn it, we did it all. And I think the people have earned a treat. Sterling, who in the year of our Lord 2021 can get it today? <clears throat> well, mine is a couple. And... You may have seen them <laughs> in their new J. Crew ads and campaign. So my runner-up goes to Joshua Jackson, aka Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Um, I had a big crush on him when he was Pacey from Dawson's Creek, um, which is about right. I was like in high school, middle school, or some shit like that. That seems right. Um, but I've always been like rooting for him. <laughs> always want him to do well, you know. And in this ad campaign with his wife, I'm just like, you're, you're looking good, man. You're looking good. I also follow him on Instagram. I love how he talks about her. Um, Cause it's not gross and annoying. He'll just be like, oh, look at my beautiful wife today. Like, just like that, just like that. And I'm like, this is, a, he's not. Oh, you ridiculous. mean he doesn't infantilize his wife? Oh, fun fact, right? He doesn't do pull a Chris Pratt or like Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell. I just hate, I fucking hate their relationship. I'm like, everything I know about you, I learned against my will. Like I just can't stand them. <laughs> and so for normal couples, he's just one of the prime examples. Just like my wife is really beautiful today. Look at this, look at this hottie. And then they like comment on each other's little posts. And I'm like, you're so cute and normal. Like, damn girl. Like, I know. like, I dig it. We get that I dig it. So my winner would be his wife. Jody Turner Smith. She's so freaking beautiful. Her skin is freaking flawless. I did not know that she was British because everything I had seen her in, she had an English accent, like an American accent. And so then she was in the J Crew campaign and she like just says one line. And I was like, what the hell is she British? <laughs> um, model, actress, actress. Uh, they've been married since like 2019. She proposed to him. It's just, they have a daughter. I know that they don't post pictures of their kid, but I really want to, I really want them to one day because <laughs> I would love to see her. Um, but she is just straight up beautiful. Like just fucking flawless skin. Just. She's stunning. And not in that like condescending way. No. Like just. if she walks in a room, everybody probably just looks at her and goes like, what? Yeah. Yes. You're just like, what the hell? People like you exist. Like, <laughs> I, I uh, you look like you were drawn like in a Black Panther comic. Like you don't exactly people like you shouldn't exist. You're not real. <laughs> you can't be real because you're too pretty to be real. That's not how like this isn't fair. So kudos to him for uh, scoring a hottie like that. And she is definitely my can get it winner of the week. Nice. Etomp, who you got? 
Okay, so before I do my can get it, uh, because I feel like it'd probably be weird if I said a friend can get it, but my friend Catherine from high school, Dr. Catherine, I think she's a doctor now, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, Catherine, she's a professor uh, at, I believe, the University of Maryland. She wrote a book called Digital Black Feminism. I have, uh, I've ordered said book. I'm going to learn about digital black feminism. Love it. Uh, but yes. Catherine Knight Steele, go order her book, Digital Black Feminism. That's uh, that's my book shout out before I get into my can get it. Now my can get it's my runner up. It's Britney, bitch. Hell Britney yeah, Spears. free Britney. Britney, <laughs> goddamn Spears is free. Okay, I'm so happy. <laughs> I don't give a. Sh- I don't. I don't care if she ever does anything entertainment wise ever again. If she nope. wants to go off the grid. Just leave this woman the fuck alone. Yep. Let her do whatever the hell she wants to do. She's earned it. Just, I want her to be happy. And I don't Me even know this too. woman, but I know. Damn it, I want her to be happy. I want her to be happy so bad. Like, and we we all did Britney wrong. Like we all did. We're all guilty of it. Mm-hmm. Like 2007, just like what a nightmare for her. And we all did her wrong for a long time. And then I feel like we've all just like backed her because we were like our bad. Mm-hmm. are bad for feeding into this chaos i am so fucking happy for her yes excellent choice yeah now my winner uh somebody i've followed for a long time um uh, frankly i'm surprised that she hasn't won this award yet Damn. and i feel like the people who know they they want me to choose this person and you know what? I'm about to give them what they want. So this week, with apologies to Elizabeth Olsen, the winner is Troy Mullins. Troy Mullins is a Black female golfer. Um, she's kind of like groundbreaking in that. Um, she's mm-hmm. kind of like, a, she does events and she does like golf reporting. Um, I'm always down to uplift the sisters out here uh, doing the, the sports reporting, Okay. That's Absolutely. that's my thing. All right. I had never heard of her before, and I looked at pictures of her after you posted. Well done. Well done. I, I do what I can. Yeah. Okay. I'm proud of this lady. Just learned about her today. Yeah. Loving it. Yeah. I saw her um on Twitter. Somebody posted a video of some dude talking shit about how he can, you know, outdrive her and she goes out there and she like just crushes it. Yeah. And she's not like, you know a large like athlete like she's kind of no, petite pretty petite yeah but she gets up there and she just crushes the ball and i was like i'm down for people out here serving up this humble pie and then i realized oh she's a she's a golf reporter too isn't that some not too many brown faces in that no, space not at all Good so, for her. yeah well done good choice yes yes <laughs> Well, this has been another episode of the Life is Mild podcast. Uh, I am one of your hosts. I am Sterling. I am your other host. I am Brian. Uh, And we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.